Hello and welcome to the Mythological Africans podcast, where we read and talk about stories from African mythology and folklore. I am your host, Helen Day. continuing our visit with the good folks over at LibriVox, who are taking time to record audio files of public domain books, including many collections of African folklore. Last week, we listened to readings of three stories from the sky lore of different southeastern Nigerian peoples. And so this week, we're taking it all the way back to ancient Egypt. Now, I always make a point to every now and then on mythological Africans return to ancient Egypt because Egyptian history is African history. And I think it's impossible to fully talk about the cultural brilliance that has come out of the African continent without including ancient Egypt in that brilliance. So today's story, The Tale of the Shipwrecked Sailor, is believed to have been written during the time of Egypt's Middle Kingdom. So that's almost 2000 years before Christ. So we don't know the exact source of the papyrus on which the story is inscribed, but we do know that the scribe who wrote it down was a man named Amena or Ameni Amena. And um, it's believed that his signature on that papyrus is one of the oldest surviving signatures in human history. So the tale of the shipwrecked sailor is one of the best known and most widely analyzed ancient Egyptian folk tales, and it's easy to see why. It's a sea-swept adventure with, courageous, with a courageous hero and mystical beasts and so much more. So I really hope you enjoyed this reading. The, this version is read from a book called The World Story, A History of the World in Story, Song, and Art. And it was published in 1914, reason why it's now in the public domain. Other sections of the book are recorded. And as always, I include a link to the whole LibriVox recording in the episode notes. So do go check it out. And LibriVox is always looking for volunteer readers. So if you have time, please consider signing up. Meanwhile, I hope you enjoy the story. Section 14 of Egypt, Africa, and Arabia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World Story, Volume 3, Egypt, Africa, and Arabia, edited by Eva March Tappan, Section 14, The Shipwrecked Sailor, from the Ancient Egyptian, edited by W. M. Flinders Petrie. The wise servant said, Let thy heart be satisfied, O my lord, for that we have come back to the country. After we have been long on board and rowed much, the prow has at last touched land. All the people rejoice and embrace us one after another. Moreover, we have come back in good health, and not a man is lacking, although we have been to the ends of Wawat, and gone through the land of Sinmut. We have returned in peace in our land. Behold, we have come back to it. Hear me, my lord. I have no other refuge. Wash thee, and turn the water over thy fingers. Then go, and tell the tale to the majesty." His lord replied, Thy heart continues still its wandering words, but although the mouth of a man may save him, his words may also cover his face with confusion. 
Wilt thou do then as thy heart moves thee? This that thou wilt say, tell quietly. The sailor then answered, Now I shall tell that which has happened to me, to my very self. I was going to the mines of Pharaoh, and I went down on the sea in a ship of one hundred and fifty cubits long. Footnote. The cubit of the ancient Egyptians was equal to twenty point sixty four inches. End footnote. And forty cubits wide with one hundred and fifty sailors of the best of Egypt who had seen heaven and earth, and whose hearts were stronger than lions. They had said that the wind would not be contrary, or that there would be none. But as we approached the land the wind arose and threw up waves eight cubits high. As for me, I seized a piece of wood, but those who were in the vessel perished without one remaining. A wave threw me on an island, after that I had been three days alone, without a companion beside my own heart. I laid me in a thicket, and the shadow covered me. Then stretched I my limbs to try and find something for my mouth. I found there figs and grain, melons of all kinds, fishes and birds. Nothing was lacking. And I satisfied myself and left on the ground that which was over, of what my arms had been filled withal. I dug a pit. I lighted a fire, and I made a burnt offering unto the gods. Suddenly I heard a noise as of thunder, which I thought to be that of a wave of the sea. The trees shook, and the earth was moved. I uncovered my face, and I saw that a serpent drew near. He was thirty cubits long, and his beard greater than two cubits. His body was as overlaid with gold, and his color as that of true lazuli. He coiled himself before me. Then he opened his mouth, while that I lay on my face before him. And he said to me, What has brought thee? What has brought thee, little one? What has brought thee? If thou sayest not speedily what has brought thee to this isle, I will make thee know thyself as a flame thou shalt vanish. If thou tellest me not something I have not heard, or which I knew not before thee, then he took me in his mouth, and carried me to his resting place, and laid me down without any hurt. I was whole and sound, and nothing was gone from me. Then he opened his mouth against me, while that I lay on my face before him. And he said, What has brought thee? What has brought thee, little one? What has brought thee to this isle which is in the sea, and of which the shores are in the midst of the waves? Then I replied to him, and holding my arms low before him, I said to him, I was embarked for the mines by the order of the Majesty. In a ship one hundred and fifty cubits was its length, and the width of it forty cubits. It had one hundred and fifty sailors of the best of Egypt, who had seen heaven and earth, and the hearts of whom were stronger than lions. They said that the wind would not be contrary, or that there would be none. Each of them exceeded his companion in the prudence of his heart, and the strength of his arm, and I was not beneath any of them. A storm came upon us while we were on the sea. Hardly could we reach to the shore when the wind waxed yet greater, and the waves rose even eight cubits. As for me, I seized a piece of wood, while those who were in the boat perished without one being left with me for three days. Behold me now before thee, for I was brought to this isle by a wave of the sea. Then he said to me, Fear not. Fear not, little one, and make not thy face sad. If thou hast come to me, it is God who has let thee live. 
for it is he who has brought thee to this isle of the blessed, where nothing is lacking, and which is filled with all good things. See now thou shalt pass one month after another, until thou shalt be four months in this isle. Then a ship shall come from thy land with sailors, and thou shalt leave with them and go to thy country, and thou shalt die in thy town. Converse is pleasing, and he who tastes of it passes over his misery. I will therefore tell thee of that which is in this isle. I am here with my brethren and my children around me. We are seventy-five serpents, children and kindred, without naming a young girl who was brought unto me by chance, and on whom the fire of heaven fell and burnt her to ashes. As for thee, if thou art strong, and if thy heart waits patiently, thou shalt press thy infants to thy bosom and embrace thy wife. Thou shalt return to thy house which is full of all good things. Thou shalt see thy land, where thou shalt dwell in the midst of thy kindred. Then I bowed in my obeisance, and I touched the ground before him. Behold now that which I have told thee before. I shall tell of thy presence unto Pharaoh. I shall make him to know of thy greatness, and I will bring to thee of the sacred oils and perfumes, and of the incense of the temples with which all gods are honored. I shall tell moreover of that which I do now see, thanks to him, and there shall be rendered to thee praises before the fullness of all the land. I shall slay asses for thee in sacrifice, I shall pluck for thee the birds, and I shall bring for thee ships full of all kinds of the treasures of Egypt, as is comely to do unto a god, a friend of men in a far country of which men know not. Then he smiled at my speech, because of that which was in his heart, for he said to me, Thou art not rich in perfumes, for all that thou hast is but common incense. As for me, I am prince of the land of Punt, and I have perfumes. Only the oil which thou sayest thou wouldst bring is not common in this isle. But when thou shalt depart from this place, thou shalt never more see this isle. It shall be changed into waves. And behold, when the ship drew near, according to all that he had told me before, I got up into an high tree to strive to see those who were within it. Then I came and told to him this matter, but it was already known unto him before. Then he said to me, Farewell, farewell, go to thy house, little one, see again thy children, and let thy name be good in thy town. These are my wishes for thee. Then I bowed myself before him and held my arms low before him, and he, he gave me gifts of precious perfumes, of cassia, of sweet woods, of coal, of cypress, an abundance of incense, of ivory tusks, of baboons, of apes, and all kinds of precious things. I embarked all in the ship which was come, and bowing myself I prayed God for him. Then he said to me, Behold, thou shalt come to thy country in two months, thou shalt press to thy bosom thy children, and thou shalt rest in thy tomb. After this I went down to the shore and to the ship, and I called to the sailors who were there. Then on the shore I rendered adoration to the master of this isle and to those who dwelt therein. When we shall come in our return to the house of Pharaoh in the second month, according to all that the serpent has said, we shall approach unto the palace, and I shall go in before Pharaoh. I shall bring the gifts which I have brought from this isle into the country. Then he shall thank me before the fullness of the land. Grant then unto me a follower, and lead me to the courtiers of the king. Cast thy eye upon me, after that I have both seen and proved this. 
Hear my prayer, for it is good to listen to people. It was said unto me, Become a wise man, and thou shalt come to honor. And behold, I have become such. This is finished from its beginning unto its end, even as it was found in a writing. It is written by the scribe of cunning fingers, Amenai Amenaa, may he live in life, wealth, and health. End of section 14. This recording is in the public domain. Recording by Philip Gould.